I think for me, because I had tried so many times, at the end of the day, I was like, okay, I need to have someone in the team who can do this better than me. And as entrepreneurs, it's hard because we need to be good at everything. Well, as many things as possible. If you don't know where you're going, it doesn't matter which path you take. And if you don't know where you're going, you're just gonna take any path at any given point. But if you know exactly where you're going, then you can create that path that you need to go through, right? Or grab a path that has been tested before to achieve those goals. And I think that's very, very important. Community means different things to different people. I think that's probably the first thing that we need to acknowledge. Like, what does community actually mean to you? So let's talk about what's happening in January. Fonzie doesn't know. Yeah, I'm excited. No, you're going to be awesome. I'm going to make sure you're going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay, where are you at your business? Which bit do you really need to focus on? And let's go deep into that. It's for entrepreneurs who are creating content because, as you know, content is profit. So hey, <laughs> you've got to be creating content. <laughs> We've got some fresh new young hey, talent doing and some this things is that Luis. I know you and haven't welcome heard to the content before. Is profit. What? Podcast. Listen. In here, you're going to get the insights, accountability, and drive to create consistently and increase revenue. You'll hear from top entrepreneurs, creators, and anything and everything you need to know about content. All this by having a good time. The goal of this podcast is simple. Entertain, educate, and turn your content into profit. Hey! Got the kiddos cheer for us. I almost, I almost missed that intro. I was like scrolling with rage. I was like, where is it? I can't find it. We are in four, episode 450 and Fonsi does not know the intro yet. You know, there's only so much memory, so much things I can memorize in my brain. So, Anyways, guys, I'm so excited because today's guest, she was in episode 378. Um, we talked a little bit about her business and the solution in AI that they're working on. And there's been a lot of evolution since then and we are having a surprise mm -hmm. that is something that's super cool that's happening in January and we're gonna talk all about this but also uh, I'm very impressed on how one they've handled their community two how massive fans they have like and like fans evangelists and people actually like using their product which is one of the things you know when you come to technology and also she's become like this dear friend you know she's our event bestie Event bestie. Yeah, she's yeah, one of our event too. bestie. Every time we go uh, to the events, the, like her and her crew are there. Yeah. And it's amazing. We have a lot of fun. <laughs> That's right. So with that said, guys, please welcome back to the show. Our besties. <laughs> Best <laughs> I was like just waiting for what my intro music was gonna be, you know, like what what were you gonna what were you gonna lay down for me to enter? Yeah, it's been a while <laughs> since we do custom intros. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have for for repeating. You know, th maybe that's a perk. Yeah. The guest can kind of like unlock at your fifth. Yes. You know, at your fifth guesting in content is profit, you unlock your own custom intro music. Yeah, I, know. I love that. Uh, all right, I'm aspiring to that. So five, you say. So I've got three more, and there then I go. get my yeah. own custom intro music. Absolutely, uh, I mean, for for those who you know just met you again, I've cited the the episodes 378. We're gonna link it right below in the notes. But you know, tell us a little bit like the three sentence, like who you are, what your company, and what do you guys is doing today? Yeah, so I am the CEO and co-founder of Capshow, which is an AI-powered content marketer. Uh, essentially, our Capshowians upload their audio or video file and in under 10 minutes, it creates 
almost all of their content marketing assets for them. Now, first draft, because as we know, it's AI and you yeah. know, with AI, you've got to make sure that you're on top of what it is that it's creating for you. Uh, but yeah, everything from social media posts to emails to show notes and LinkedIn <laughs> articles and blog posts and identification of clips and quotes it's yeah it gives you pretty much everything you need content galore content <laughs> galore i remember um i think we we initially either was the first event or second event that we met in front of hiking live and we were walking right like i think going back after one of the sessions i'm like did you like you guys have like a piece a piece of like the framework that we utilize internally for our like our our content team and different things and we we're kind of discussing that we we're like content nerds and i was like imagine this software that you know you press a button and uh, you know all these clips are done perfectly and all that and you guys i think that happened like two years ago and what you guys have now is like so close to it it's so amazing yes. and uh just recently we did a, a clipping master master class in your community and that was such a fun experience right you were like hey let's test the product as in you know we we give you guys these results of like from like one hour interview where can we find these clips and then you guys come in and you show like how do we turn that into video content right or even if there's no video how can we do something visual and that was so much fun, right? It's very creative type of deal. And, and uh, we were so, your community was so accommodating and it was incredible. So I was like, oh my gosh. Uh, after that experience, like this is the type of community that we really want to be involved with and, and help and support and, and be connected to. Uh, so I want to say thank you for that. And thank you for, for putting community first because you can tell like the people that are in your community using your software every single day. You guys are super engaging in there, help it, helpful. You guys provide a ton of value and provide different solutions for a lot of people, right? We've learned that in the content journey, there's many stages, right? And uh, and really, you know, when the last couple episodes we talked a little bit about community, and it's like, how do we how do we serve them? How do we help them? How do we, you know, um, you know, provide these resources for them to elevate? So for your community, mm. what are some of the things that, you know, maybe some of the biggest challenges? Because we have people that tune in that maybe they're looking into developing their own community. Uh, they, they might have a community already, but they, they're looking for a way to re-engage. What are some of the things that you've been focusing on this last year? Oh, my gosh. That's a that's a loaded question. <laughs> let me have it. Let me have to answer. Okay. So community means different things, to different people. I think that's probably the first thing that we need to acknowledge. Like mm -hmm. what does community actually mean to you? Mm -hmm. um, for us, it was, you know, cause the community can be like, and we tried so many different things by the way. So we had a group on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, we had, you know, we, at, back in the day, we were even on circle. We were trying all of these different things. We tried like Slack. So there's the channel part of the community. And then there's the actual, like, what do you want to the community to be based around. Yeah. Uh, because I think that's the thing, it's so seductive to be like, oh yes, we have a community. But we have done so many things that haven't worked. And even now we're still trying to figure it out, to be honest, yeah. um, about what does work and what doesn't. But it actually, because it takes so much out of you that to build a community, you have to commit like 100%, 110% to it. Because it's not one of the th those things that you can just stand up and just, it just happens. Yeah. You have to put so much into it. Um, and so for us, you know, we did the whole Facebook group back almost a year ago or something. We opened, had a Facebook group. We had, you know, like a decent amount of people in there. But I, to be honest, I'm not um, a huge, I'm, I'm such a, how do I say this? Like I'm, I'm an introvert. That's part of the reason why. But I'm also like not a huge um, digital 
communicator, yeah. if that makes sense. Like, I, yeah, there's, I, I don't, that, my first thought isn't let me hop on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. And, you know, it's, and I, it's not, it's not the best way to think about it. Like everyone <laughs> should be thinking about, if you're going to be on social media, you've got to be social. Like that's, you know, at the end of the day, the, yeah. like the crux of it, but that's not where my mind goes. And so I always struggled with every time we wanted to build a community, I was like, okay, well, what do I say or what do I put in there or what? And I feel stupid sometimes for like <laughs> posting what I think might be really relevant things. And so that's the thing. I think a lot of it is like, gosh, there's so many things to break down. It's like, what do you want the community to be around? And yeah. if, and if it does in, need to involve you, how do you get out of your own way in terms of building that community? I think for me, because I had tried so many times at the end of the day, I was like, okay, I need to have someone in the team who can do this better than me because we know that it's some something that we want to focus on, but it's just not my strength. And, and as entrepreneurs, it's hard because we, we need to be good at everything yeah. as well as many things as possible. But sometimes you just also have to kind of go look at yourself and be like, okay, this is probably something that I'm never going to be good at. Um, no matter how much, how hard I try, it's just never going to be the thing that I do. So for us, we had to actually bring someone into the team to actually help us with the community um, side of it. Uh, yeah. And so that was a huge help. Yeah. Mm, I love it. And then this brings me back to the concept of who versus how, right? Yes. And a lot of entrepreneurs, me included right here, I'm guilty of falling for the how. I love learning how to do everything and I have a very hard time delegating how to do everything. So, you know, I fall into, let me just take it on my responsibility. And yeah, there's some things like you mentioned, right? Like they might be your weaknesses, which for you might be, I don't, I'm, you know, it's not that intuitive for me to jump on Facebook and do a live or do a class, etc. But there's somebody out there that that is their strength. And we can mm -hmm. actually find those people to do certain tasks for us. And that is challenging sometimes to let go of those. But the value in there is the bandwidth that gets released. Because I can't even imagine the pressure that you let go of when you get this person to be, I don't know the name, the title, but the head of community, right, for Capshow. Mm -hmm. and Shout out to Chris, by the way. Yeah, shout out to Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, like, I'm sure you are like, wow, I'm off. You know, I can take this off of my plate. Maybe there's some sort of reporting, right, some KPIs that you as, you know, the head of the company needs to check to make sure the community is growing, that is engaged, etc. But now... Mm -hmm your mental bandwidth is free to take on some of the challenges that, you know, are either higher on the order of, of your business or that, you know, that you enjoy doing and you can provide more value because now you're doing it from a place of, again, enjoyment. Yeah, 100% um, correct. I've been, uh, I've been listening about Oppenheimer. Shout out to Ben Wilson and How to Take Over <laughs> the World. Uh, is a, the, the last episode, by the way, super awesome. Uh, very special podcast and um, driving here I was listening when he was recruited to to the team that developed the, the bomb right he 
apparently like he was like a top physicist in the world at that point already and a lot of people were coming to him for either advice or different things and uh, um they were debating to where is he role like the leader of it or is he going to be a researcher and he was really good at being the researcher but then there was another guy that was like really really good at being the researcher but not that good at leading the team right so uh eventually Oppenheimer gets appointed to be the leader but he's all still doing some of the research and he starts like uh, developing his leadership skills and becomes better and he gets mm. to the point that where he has to make a decision where it's like am I gonna be the researcher or am I actually gonna be the leader and he his decision was I'm gonna be the leader and it was because he was really good at all the areas and he knew about everything and so he had like this amazing top level view of all the process and all the things that that they were working on even though he still was a really good researcher he had to make that personal decision to be the leader and and to make sure that then he could put the the pieces in place and uh, he was not a natural leader he had to actually learn to be a leader he was actually very socially awkward uh during during his life and eventually he becomes like this incredible person that guides this project you know to to develop this this asset for the for the u.s military so i think it's super interesting right as leaders you know this is something uh that initially when i when i first started you know, the company with Fonzie, like we never really think about these things, right? It's like, okay, well, we, we maybe we start a content production agency at that point because we love creating video. We love like equipment. We love to be on the field filming and doing these things, right? And then that evolved into podcasting and we loved how to do this. And, you know, we d you develop your own system and your own process. So then you have to teach it to, to a team. And a lot of people might see this as a, uh, as a challenge, obviously, but then it's like, when do you actually make the decision that you're not going to be attached to the process? And, you know, Fonzie came to me the other day and he's like, dude, like, let's get you out of production. I'm still involved in some of the aspects of production, right? And it's like, well, you first, right? And then let's work on, my, on me after. And how can we continue to evolve as leaders in this company so we can continue to grow? So I thought that was a, an interesting take. And just with you, with, with the company, same thing, right? Like you guys obviously are a te technology company. So I'm curious... Uh, did you guys started that journey knowing that or like how was your transition doing that were you coding like who was coding the thing and <laughs> and uh what were some of those initial steps right because a lot of people might be either you know in doing their job and then doing the doing the thing and then they, they might be mm -hmm. looking for their first hire remember first hire was so hard to make that decision um so i'm curious like how do you guys manage that process and that growth as you guys keep keep growing yeah. Oh gosh, it's been all about trial and error. I'm not going to lie. Um, so when we had our first, very, very first iteration of Capture, which we launched in December 2021. So a while ago, it was very rudimentary. It wasn't even AI powered. It was just, it was more rules based. Uh, it was because we knew it was kind of an MVP. We just, all we did at that time was um, we actually got an agency to, we just paid them money. They spent four to six weeks building our MVP product. Mm. Um, that was just a thing that we needed to go to market with in terms of to, uh, to actually assess how viable this was going to be. Yeah. And we went through a little bit of, um, <laughs> that was the, the, you know, beginning of last year, so from January to March, uh, it was very much like a, it felt like a grind a little bit because yeah, we yeah. had to, we, we had this MVP, it wasn't really gaining traction. Um, we were working with a coach at the time and, you know, that was a moment when he was like, well, who are you actually targeting? Because we were like, maybe it's a messaging thing, which is not, 
you know, we're just not able to attract people with our message. And he was like, well, no, it's actually an audience thing. You're just way too broad. And I, we might've spoken about this in the last episode that, that we did. Um, and so when we actually decided to, to hone in and we knew that we were onto something because of the traction that we were actually finally getting, um, we then made our first hi- like tech hire. Okay. Um, so that was, yeah, so it, it was, and for some reason we got lucky <laughs> because the person that we hired was exactly who we needed. Wow. Um, he was, you know, he, he knew he was self-taught um, developer actually, um, but just so just loves learning and he loves researching. He loves finding the best solutions for what it is that we're trying to bring to life. Since then we've been building out. So we have three people in our tech team. We actually, I think we actually maxed out at around five at some point. Um, And that was through a process of, as I said, trial and error. We were just, we would, because we're not technical founders, um, you know, and we have our, our, our CTO, our lead developer is the only person and he's trying to not only, maintain build and maintain capture as it was but also we couldn't like it wasn't fair to him to also put on top of that recruiting and vetting and you know interviewing and doing all those things so we just had to we made a decision to be like okay we're going to bring these new developers in what they're on probation and uh as non-technical co-founders we would uh, do what we can best as we can to vet them yeah um but really it was going to be like trial by fire in a way, like just throw them in, get them to do a project for us. Um, and if yeah. they could handle it and, and do that well, then awesome. They can stay. If not, then we just had to kind of unfortunately churn through them. So yeah, that was kind of how we built our tech team. Yeah. I think it definitely needs to be some sort of not previous knowledge to be able to, you know, properly vet these this people. Right. I mean, uh, me personally on my story has been work working with video. I did a lot of editing. And then when the time came to hire editors, I knew what I was looking for. And I think on my end, more importantly, is when they're talking to me and they're sharing why they did certain things or how they're doing certain things, I can think of maybe more efficient ways to do that. Or they're even going to be teaching me things to me. But I can speak the same language and I think we can both elevate ourselves in there. The other thing that I've heard that we personally haven't done, but I think it will be interesting in the future as we grow is you hire in certain positions, people from other companies that has already done that, that you're trying to do, right? Yeah. So obviously the incentive side of, of, of things could be challenging in there, right? Like how do you align incentives to bring somebody with such an experience, right? That they can, re- you know, what people say is a A-type player, you know, I think mm-hmm. the the conversation is a little bit different there on how do you bring those people into the team? That could definitely be a, a challenge. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of it is also, you know, what's the direction of the company? Like, what what's our mission? Like, who do we want to help? And, and trying to also find the, those people. So I think part of it is having a lot of conversations online. You know, a lot of the people that we end up working with has been people either from the community that, you know, that we've grown together or connections and personal connections and um, and I think that's super, super exciting too, because sometimes as entrepreneurs or, or even content creators, right, we get in this little bubble of like, you know, this is the way that I do it. And this is my thought process and I'm going to do it. And then sometimes like we might build these walls and not go outside to different groups and share what we're doing. And by doing that, what's going to happen is a lot of people are going to be interested. Also, my belief initially was 
man, like everybody's doing their own thing. You know, they, they might not want to be a part of this mission that, that we're on. So we might have to look somewhere else. And it's been super interesting because we've got a lot of people that reach back out to us. Be like, even though they're building their own thing, uh, they might have a life event. And then they'll be like, you know what? I, maybe this is not for me, but I want to work with somebody that really wants to build something exciting. I just want to be a part of that. So I encourage mm-hmm. everybody to look into the communities that you're in, right? Like if you're hiring, you know, your first video editor or, you know, your team member or your like, you know, lead of community, whoever your operators, right? Uh, go back into the communities that you're part of, that you provide value. And those are probably the closest ones because they're already familiar with your with your network. So, um, I'm stoked. Now, Deidre, the last two years, I mean, the last two years have been crazy, right? In the technology side, a lot of has, has, you know, moved things forward. So, um, in, in a general sense, you guys are AI powered tool. There's a mm-hmm. ton of AI powered tools, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, I think, you know, we like to tinker a ton with a ton of stuff. So we're like, play Please. with this and play with us. <laughs> every, every, uh, <laughs> our Instagram feeds are full of like shared, like reels of like this new tech tools that are coming up every single day. No, I skipped them so fast. I'm like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. know. It's like, yeah, focus mode. Um, how do you guys, what are you guys doing to cut through that noise? Right. There's so much mm. out there. Yes. Oh, gosh. Okay. So at the end of the day, we had to think about, and this kind of comes back to even the initial conversation we're having around community. Um, What is it that, there's a few angles that you can come at this with. Um, And the one that for us was like, we have to stay true to this is we always start with our values, right? Like, what is it that we stand for? Um, And at the end of the day, for us, there's just, there's two main, I mean, there's a lot of things, but two main things, which is success and delight. Like, how do we help our Capshovians succeed? Um, and then how do we delight them in the process? And so even when we, and that, that's everything, everything from the product to um, to the comms to community. And so even when we are looking to hire people in and to delegate, it's like at, at the end of the day, this is what we, success and delight. So you have full remit, Chris or Rafi, whoever's joined our team to um, do everything in your power within your roles to help our Capshovians or the rest of our team members succeed and then delight them in the process. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's kind of like what how we've been operating for the last um, year or so. And um, and so that that's always our starting point. Um, and, and I think to, to come back to this question around like how do we get the car through, like that at the end of the day is how we've been able to do it because we are so invested in helping people succeed. Uh, So, you know, the masterclass that you did with us, Louise, like that was by design because it was, yeah, because we had a new feature for sure. But at the end of the day, if people don't know how to use that feature or they don't, like if we can't help them succeed in the thing that they're trying to do, which is how do I very easily and quickly create really compelling social, because I know I need to be on social media, but it's a pain in the, you know, this back, Side. <laughs> <laughs> that's why companies to, like ours exist just saying <laughs> yeah exactly right yeah, yeah. Um, and so and so that's like and so it was like okay ha- who can we partner with who yeah. knows their ish and can actually help our capturing succeed and you know obviously you came to mind around this and so like that's that's really how we're getting the cut through which is like they can see how invested we are in them because we truly are that's our whole ethos. Um, and we're, that's what we're just always going to continue doing. Like how do we just continue, even the way that the product is going to change and it is going to change and it's going to iterate, um, it's going to be at the end of the day because we want our Capture to succeed. 
that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I like that North Star. That's uh, been a conversation mm-hmm. that I've had with like you know my personal coach for a long time. It's like what's that North Star? Initially, it's like there was no star. You know, there's many, and there's like how do we pick that one right? And uh, you know, uh, as a you know personal development journey as well, like bu- building something like this is really interesting because you you start peeling off these layers, either from your team or yourself. Where do we truly believe in what we're doing? Right? Like why do we want? Uh, uh, you know, we we shared this story a while back, but it's like, why do we want people to to publish? Why do we want to help them put their message there? For us, was because it provided the opportunities to to live a life that we want to live, right? It, it is giving us the tools to get to the point that we want to get to, and we want more more people to experience something like that. You know, we came from Venezuela. There's you know, there's this whole backstory of things that maybe in the past would not be possible, and this is our way out, and we want to see. People get getting to that point as well, and that's something that we've been developing over the last you know few years of, of doing something like this. It's not clear from the very beginning, you know. It started as in like we actually mm-hmm. need some money to pay for food tomorrow, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, but it continues to evolve, and, and I think that's something that that drives a ton of people. So thank you yeah. for sharing that. Yeah, actually, I was listening to a podcast earlier today. Pretty good podcast. Uh, Lex Friedman. I don't know if you guys listen to him. His conversations are long, but I feel like I get smarter every time I listen to his podcast. And his guest, right, is was Jared Kushner. He said, and this quote is actually from Alice in Wonderland, but he said, if you don't know where you're going, it doesn't matter which path you take, right? And he was talking in the political context, but I think it aligns perfectly with business, right? And the value of having that North Star, right? If you don't know where you're going, it doesn't matter which path you take. And if you don't know where you're going, you're just going to take any path at any given point, right, which can be uh, shiny object syndrome, etc. But if you know exactly where you're going, right, then you can either create that path that you need to go through, right, or grab a, a path that has been tested before to achieve those goals. And I think that's very, very important. Um, and going to your conversation last time, you were about to release Capshow 2.0, right, uh, at that time. And I think that was your... Uh, you're North Star at the moment. Now, obviously, you released it. Yes. Now you have the community. Uh, the North Star probably has evolved a little bit. But I'm curious, right? Like, what is now? It seems like you guys know where you're going. So I'm curious. Uh, now, after Capture 2.0, after starting the community and growing the community, what is mm-hmm. that next step? What are you guys going right now? Um. Oh, gosh. Are you asking from a product perspective? From both, oh. I would like to know from product perspective, okay. from community, which we've been talking about today. Well, well right? first, it's definitely to su- success or delight. I mean, su- let's just start core there. Val- yeah, those <laughs> values. I like that. I like the yeah. fact that, that you have those values clear. Yeah, that's, I mean, that is obviously at the end of the day what's going to drive us. Um, it's really interesting when you say, you know, we all start for different reasons. Definitely, we always start from a more like selfish, and I don't mean that in a bad way, um, but like from a selfish reason, right? Like for you, it was, yeah, how do you make, and a lot of us do, it was just like, how do we make money? Um, You know, and for us, we started was like, well, this is a really cool problem to solve. And there's this really cool um, new tech, it's not even new, but like this, there's this new, uh, I keep saying new, but there's this technology that we can, um, that we can plug into it. And then, and then, you know, it goes into, okay, well, we have to start thinking a little bit deeper. Yeah. And that's where 2.0 came out because, you know, at the time it was like ChatGPT and stuff. Like there was all of these, you know, to a point, all of these um, AI solutions out there. So how do we start to differentiate yeah. yourself? And it was very much from a product perspective where mm. we were like 2.0 was going to help people, help um, hopefully by putting more 
uh, almost like barriers into it. It was just totally counterintuitive to make it less seamless in a way. It was it was designed like that so that people would actually be forced to interact with their content. And that's kind of like, we call that humane, you know, humane yeah. AI, humane, um, <laughs> a yeah. humane editor, humane marketing. Um, and now it's very much like even our evolution. So now what we're thinking about is, okay, that's been great. And we've been very much um, coming from a, a tool like a product perspective now that we have people in our community and we're talking to them each and every day it's like we we're coming back to what is the true problem that we're helping solve for and that's going to be actually what's next for us which is really going deep on the actual problem like what's said but what's also not said and how do we actually give people our Capshovians what it is that they need and want to get the result that they're after so that's actually that's what's next for us ah so good and uh, I want to tell you something that's happening in a couple months by the way so with with you guys uh that aligns with all of this but before we go there I'm curious like you guys have pretty big fans. I mean, we see you guys at every single event and every time we go to your table, it's like this group of incredible <laughs> people that are there and they don't want to leave and they're just chatting and, and you're like, hey, have you met Louise? And they're like, but you know Capture? Like, and then they, you know, talk so, so good about you guys. And it's, I think um, a level of, a, lo- a lot of brands would like to be at that level with like their power users or their users in general, right? Especially in a day of a lot of... Um, a lot of options, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that to me has been super exciting to see. And uh, I respect you guys so much for it because I'm like, man, like that's so cool that they're able to to build that strong bond in many ways. Um, but before you get to that, right, and you wow them with your, pro- with your product and your service and like your community and the other people in there, you got to get them through the door. So I'm very curious, like what has been some of the, most effective ways that you guys have been able to market to people and actually get them using their your software uh you know mm. a lot of people are like wow well, well that's great community but if i don't have a community right if i don't have somebody <laughs> using my product and getting that yes. feedback um you know if, will you be open to share some of that yeah for sure and this actually ties in with uh the the thing that we're going to be announcing because it actually that's this question that you're asking is yeah. pretty much the core focus of what it is that we're going to be yeah. <laughs> focusing on. Yeah. Um, and so the quick answer to what it is, um, the way that I like to think about it, I call it the traffic pyramid. Um, and this is what I always come back to, to go where, what, what are we doing and are we doing it effectively? Um, and so I'll just quickly run through it. So the bottom is just what I call passive organic marketing. And that's just the content creation, right? That's just like, let's just, turn the microphone on, let's just turn the video on and just record. Um, and let's just create the social media assets that we need. And let's, and we can put them out there, but then as you know, and everyone else knows, like there's only so much that just publishing does. That's almost the beginning. Uh, because then we go into the second tier, which is the active organic marketing, which is how do we now activate that those assets, those things that we've created to actually have them working. This is where optimization comes in. This is where, and that's why I say, said at the beginning, it's like, it's really bad when I'm on social media and I'm not, you know, social because that's actually how you make social, have social media working for you, right? Like you have to be engaging and you have to be, you have to be making friends on those platforms. 
Um, and so that's like, the, that's the second tier. And you guys are really, really great at, at this, which is why I um, invited you to be part of this thing that we're going to be doing <laughs> in January. Um, and then the third tier is what I call leveraging other people's audiences, which is how do you um, do things like this? Like how do you leverage podcasts or how do you leverage um, platforms that you create yourself as well? Because we create a lot of platforms to um, to basically give and with that giving is how we're also going to get because that's just how yeah. the world works, right? Like yeah. you give and you get. Um, and so that's – so when I look at that, I just always hone in on are we doing things the most effectively in those three areas? And that's mm-hmm. – to answer your question, that's how we've grown Capture. Yeah. Um, and that's how from that, from that traffic pyramid, that's how we've gotten people. We've bridged them into mm-hmm. – Things like our email list, things like our community, things like our actual product. Um, that's yeah. that's really what we've done. So cool, so cool. Uh, so let's talk about what's happening in January. Uh, Fonzie doesn't know. I know. I said it. <laughs> I'm like, so, I'm here, like watching my 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 watch. Like, are we gonna run out of time before we actually get to this part? <laughs> I mean, this, this is a pretty big deal, right? When you approached, you know, me, you were like, oh my god, like uh, we were so excited at the same time. We were so nervous, right? This is the first time that we're gonna be doing something like this. Uh, so tell us all about it, Deidre, and then I'll yeah. add some of the, some of the comments on my end. <laughs> yeah. So I am so excited uh, because Luis is gonna be be a speaker at our. Oh first ever Capshovians live. Yes, wow. I know. We Fonzie didn't make the cut. Just, just, just no, he, yeah. He, I mean, he was hard to catch. What can I say? I know. Deidre, I know, I know. You didn't want to tell anybody that I was actually the keynote. No I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm kidding. You're the keynote in the other in the at the other event at the other <laughs> stage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's super cool. Um, so basically, we again, and this is why community is so important to us because we were like, all right, we're doing a ton of things virtually that we can get people, you know, in, and and we actually got feedback that were like you're giving too much value <laughs> that is almost overwhelming. And so we're like, oh, okay, right. How do we, how do we kind of, kind of not only scale that back, but also create a place where we could go deep um, and actually help set people up with the roadmap, the playbook that they need to actually create success. Um, and so that's, that was really the genesis of Capshavians Live. It's a two-day event in Orlando, Jan 23rd and 24th of 2024 and uh we have 12 expert speakers but the this it's not kind of one of those events where you go and choose a track and you can you know there's no there's one stage and it's literally goes into my strategy so there's one strategy and then each of the speakers will actually talk about going deep into one specific component of that strategy Mm. and it's not to say that everyone is going to do exactly everything that is gonna it's gonna be like okay where are you at your business what's the what which bit do you really need to focus on and let's go um for that person let's go deep into that um so it's it's gonna it's really cool it's for entrepreneurs who um who are creating content because that as you know content is profit so (laughs) you've got to be creating content Um, but really it's like, how do we help these entrepreneurs, uh, grow their traffic? How do they get grow an audience? How do they bridge that audience into, um, a place that they 
can leverage because we need to think about building assets in our business. Um, and that comes down to leverage. Uh, and so we're going to be talking about that and what those places are and how you do that. And then how do you actually monetize and build a community around that audience? I'm so That's exciting. Stoked. I mean, I'm very honored. Also, I'm going to put it out there. I'm super nervous. I want to perform. I want to be like so good right uh, and in part it's like you guys have been incredible and in allowing us to be part of your community and and giving us a chance to do something like this but i'm also very excited for the people that are going to attend this event in orlando I'm, I'm i'm stoked i mean for those that are listening you know we're in jacksonville florida we're about a couple hours away from orlando so um if you're listening here if you're part of our studio you're more than welcome right we're gonna be reaching out to you and and uh letting you know how can you get those tickets if you're so interested let us know as well send us a dm but also, uh, we've been in so many events and to the point that there's been some events that have been really useful in the past, but then they become so overwhelming once you know, you know, kind of like the direction that you want to go. And then you're like, man, maybe that's not the event I really want to go at this time uh, because I can, I get more confused that, you know, actually find a, a real direction. And when you came to us and you were like, hey, this is really what we're planning to do. I feel super identified with that because we're like, this is exactly what, you know, Luis needed <laughs> a couple of <laughs> years back to continue on like that straight path of, you know, progress and, and, and uh, momentum and, and actionable, you know, items that, that we can actually mm -hmm. put into effect like that same day, right? Mm -hmm. You know, not so long ago, a big, a, a big event that we've been a big fan, big fans of, we've invested a lot of money to go to these events. It was the first year that we decided, hey, we're actually not gonna go to this because it can get really overwhelming uh, and confusing and um, and it felt great, you know? Yeah, and I need uh, a breather. <laughs> Fonzie <laughs> needed a breather, yeah. <laughs> you were up in Virginia at that point, right, I think. I know, having uh, a breather and it felt nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm excited for this because for, for the people that you really want to help, I think this is going to be useful and it's going to give them a roadmap of, you know, hey, this is the actual steps to, to move forward and and create that momentum in their in their business. Yes. So I'm super stoked. Thank you again for for allowing us to to be part of that. Yeah, Work. I'm excited. Now you're going to be awesome. Um, I'm going to make sure you're going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I know we could like, we could Don't talk worry. about all the behind the scenes. I know if uh, I'll, I'll, I'll clip this part of the conversation, <laughs> and when I see him slacking, I'll play. I'll randomly play it in front of him, like whoops, and he'll yeah. be like, "Oh my yeah. gosh, you'll this be, is my commitment." Deidre, you'll be my nightmares and <laughs> no, I'm kidding. By the way, I've been like working out like crazy because I, I want to be looking good. Let's go. Wait, what type of show yeah. are we talking? About, like, are we still are we still talking about like uh, the business hey, event? I don't, don't want to be wearing a large t-shirt. About I want to be wearing a medium t-shirt and, and looking good. Let's go. No, I'm kidding. Good stuff. Uh, good stuff. <laughs> hey, that's part of it. You know, you feel good, you do good, you right? So good. if you feel good, you're gonna Fun you're gonna perform on stage. Fun fact: the U.S. Army and uh, in every branch, they're allowed uh, one cosmetic surgery per per soldier. So, and it's because of that concept. If you look good, you feel good. And it's either you or your spouse. So, you know, Ooh. which is crazy. I, I learned that this that's, morning. That's interesting. I mean, uh, <laughs> not that I so, care that much about it, but I'm like, you know, it's like, do they get like fake abs? You know? No, no. I mean, for, for <laughs> you know? Well, the example I saw, it was the women, they wanted, you know, s some enhancements in their breast area. So, you know, that's what they did. But uh, if you look good, uh, you feel good, and you do good, right? Interesting. <laughs> Definitely a, a topic of conversation. 
Deidre, I've had a question in my mind since you said the date of the event, and I'm curious. Mm -hmm. This doesn't really applies much about like you know the value capture is going to deliver during that event my mind right now is mostly going to why you're doing it on those dates and i'm just curious because i think it's, it's a valuable strategy you know my mind goes back to when we went to our first funnel hiking live actually this was like what four years ago five years ago and that year or mentor had an event like the day before the main event mm. of Florida, of uh, Funnel Hiking Live, right? And it mm. was at the hotel, like, next to the main hotel where the event was. And yeah. we didn't realize that it was such a smart move because, you know, people didn't really have to travel for their event, but they were like, oh, I'm already here. I better attend this event. So he kind of, like, you know, piggy, uh, what is a yeah. piggy ride? Yeah, like, piggyback. piggyback. Yeah. yeah, he piggybacked <laughs> from, from the main event. And yeah. they build theirs. And I was like, this is genius. Like, this is such a smart move, right? You bring in all the people under the same roof, et cetera. So yeah. I was curious, was that what you guys are doing? Because I'm pretty sure around those dates, there's a pretty big podcasting event. And I think yeah. there's a good lesson in here for people that are trying to grow anything, right? Which is go find your audience. Where is your audience at the moment? And what can you, you know, attach to them at that point in time that you can promote yourself as well? Yeah, for sure. Yes, that's a good point. So PodFest is happening Jan 25th to 28th. So literally our event is going to be the two days before PodFest. Um, and that's also why uh, for the first, because this is our event, Capture Open Science is going to be a super intimate event, like yep. super tight. That's why I'm like so excited because, you know, each of the speakers, you're going to be able to hang out with speakers essentially. You're yep. going to be able to go like, okay, I need to go deep into into this particular thing. Like help me out here. And, um, and so basically for the first 33 that sign up to Capture Open Science, so we're capturing being it at 50 total. Um, the first 33 actually also get a free ticket to PodFest as uh, part of the Capture Events Live ticket. That's cool. Um, and so, yeah, so it was totally by design um, because we're also big, we're supporters of PodFest anyway, regardless. Yeah. Um, but it just made sense to be like, well, hey, we're going to be in the area anyway. Let's put our event here. Let's also have people come to PodFest who were at Captchavians Live because then they can tell everyone else how awesome Captchavians Live was. Absolutely. <laughs> I think that is such a big brain move. I'm not going to lie. It is amazing. It's only the second time I've seen it. And honestly, I've, I've knew obviously about it because we experienced it, but I never valued it the same as I'm valuing it now because of you sharing that you guys are going to do it. And I think it's such a genius move. On my mind, it's already going like, mm, let's partner for the next podcast moment, whatever is going to go and have an <laughs> and have an event together, right? Yeah. My brother can do the talking. He can be on stage. He can be the famous one. I'm okay with that. <laughs> as long as you get, you know, good film and capture my good angles, we're good. Um, um, I'm just going to say that presentation, you're going to have to practice it a few times. You know, it needs my self-approval. needs my self-approval before you go out there, you so, know. A fun fact, as we wrap up for, for today, every time we go to speak at an event, I'm like, hey, I got this presentation. I got it down. And Fonsi is like, he's never heard of it. Like the first time that he hears the presentation is like when I actually deliver it. So like his nerves are through the roof for like the last five years. It's been like that. But I always deliver and he comes up. But bro, that was good. That was actually really good. So it's okay. <laughs> I, we can practice it. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I'll practice, practice it with you. Practice makes perfect. <laughs> but Deidre, where can people go to get these tickets? Yes. Um, Capshovianslive.com. 
Yeah, uh, go there, grab your ticket now. It's We're still in early bird pricing, so uh, it's going to be packed with value and also packed with swag. We're already <laughs> thinking about oh, all the so swag good. that we're going to be. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, um, and, yeah, you'll be able to hang out with Luis and Fonzie both in person. <laughs> yeah, I'll be, I'll be there in a corner, you know, resenting my brother. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and his fame. That's the week, week before his birthday. So, uh, you know, you better give uh, fun, him a, a pat in the back. But <laughs> I see here you got a few familiar faces. That's really cool. A lot of some of these people have been in, in content this profit. That's pretty awesome. Oh yeah! yeah. 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 Com, guys, we're gonna leave the link right below in the description. All also, you, you could have sent a picture with uh with color. Yours is the only one that's black and white in there. I'm, the, I'm <laughs> different like that. I'm different like that. Uh, oh, <laughs> like, who's hilarious. that guy? Uh, but anyways, guys, the link is right below. All you got to do is scroll down, click it. Uh, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, send us a DM, send us a message in whatever platform. It's us in there. And uh, did it so awesome. I'm so glad that we were able to catch up for episode 450. Let's go official. Official 450. Let's go. You, you got a, a nice number in there. Yeah, that's uh, a good number. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything else that you want to share with us before we head out? No, I think um, I'm just excited. I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to seeing uh, people from this community at Capturians Live as well. Um, we're going to have a ton of fun and yeah, we're just going to just rock it. Yeah, let's go. Fancy anything else? Uh, no, I appreciate you, your friendship, even though I know I disappear at times, you know, but <laughs> I want to, I, I just want to make sure that you know that I value you guys and that uh, the brownies that, uh, you know, your husband makes are delicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. Yeah. We were like eating five of them before the, the plane last time. We we're like, eat them all. They're so good. Yeah. Are you going to have some of those brownies in the event? Just saying. We, we may, we may. You may, you may throw we them may as an early bird, um, yeah. you know, offer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we may have some different ones. I don't know. I don't know. You'll have to come and you find out. You have to come. Yep. Yep. Nope. I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, with that said, thank you so much for tuning to the Content Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show in your favorite podcasting platform and social media at BizRosco. That is Random Didra here, helping move one step closer towards your goal. Please don't forget to share this episode and, and leave a five-star review. And don't forget to go to CapshawVianceLive.com and get your tickets now. All right, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys.